I'm Kayla. And I'm Katrina. And you're tuning in to Itubata Tambien, a nerdy pop culture podcast from a Latinx point of view. Grab your floating space bassinet and a cold glass of blue milk. It's time to talk all things El Mando. Ah, oh, Kayla. Welcome back. How have you been? <laughs> Other than a complete existential dread, I'm great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've just been floating in and out of it. Like, I'll, I'll go watch, like, an episode of The Queen's Gambit, and then I'll, like, stop and be back in reality and go, like, oh, no, it's not any better, and then I'll keep watching The Queen's Gambit. Um, but, yeah, this week was, was The Mando, which was a really nice distraction, so I'm glad to, to be back here with you. How was your Halloween? Oh, um, it was very socially distanced and safe because we were in our car. We uh, uh, went down to uh, the Plaza Theater. If you've ever been to Atlanta or, or just know anything about history of Atlanta, it's one of the oldest operating theaters, um, and they normally do a midnight showing of Rocky Horror, which has become, like, tradition for us to go and participate in but because I'm high risk and just wanted to be safe we decided to go but they had a a drive-in that we could go to and we were able to watch Rocky Horror with everyone and do all the things uh, in our car away from people to be safe and smart so that was a lot of fun and then we just came home and you know, watch some more Hill House and Bly Manor because why not? It's (laughs) great shows so um, yeah we're just like Halloween was definitely different this year. I mm-hmm. am a huge fan of Halloween. However, I just my heart wasn't like in it because it's just like everything else. It's just like we kind of live in horror every day right now. Yeah. So I think it was a little <laughs> it was a little weird for me to try to like get in that mindset. But mm-hmm. I um outside of that, I was definitely like still happy to be able to do something because being in the house can you can only do for so much <laughs> for so oh, long yes. so absolutely yeah. but what did you do for halloween honestly i i was at home i was in the house one of our neighbors we we have like one baby in the apartment complex so she came and trick-or-treated which was like the highlight of my my night and then uh you know i watched a couple movies with my roommates and uh, or my roommate and then i got online with my friends and streamed a couple movies and then i went to bed so it was it was very peaceful. <laughs> that was not very peaceful, but my my night was very peaceful. And then, uh, you know, I usually, um, over the past few years, I've been too sleepy to uh, catch daylight savings when it changes. But, um, yeah, this year I was not, so I was really excited to have a whole extra hour to stay up, and I did not. I went directly to bed. So. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like. My body woke me up at 5.30 this morning thinking it was 6.30, oh, and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> back to sleep no, thank you, exactly, just hit, hit it with a stick, and like, no, back to sleep, go to bed, yes, yeah, so that's, that's where I am, and my sleep schedule has been, like, ridiculous anyway, like, I went, when I went and watched The Mandalorian, it was, like, 4.30 in the morning, because I had just, like, woken up, and it was like, well, Guess I'm gonna watch the Mando now. So, yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, I I woke up that morning and I was just like, oh, I got I gotta I gotta watch that because we're we're gonna talk about that on the podcast. So let's just go ahead and hop in and um, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a lot to take in, um, but much needed. So I, I'm excited yes. to jump into that. But I guess we should start with some poco cheese favors. Just. 
just un poco, you know, not too much this week. Uh, it's a, a pretty quiet week on the release and news front, um, which, you know, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with not having to have more excitement right now. But I am excited for next week where we're going to have two really cool book releases. Um, first is our friend Amy Radcliffe uh, wrote The Jedi Mind, which comes out on the 10th. And it looks like a it looks like a book I really want right now because it'll like it's about centering yourself. And it's like for a younger audience. But I think it would be a really good family purchase. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something that we've been look at, looking at to get for my son just because I think that that's it's like you said, it's just a good thing because for the kids growing up right now this is new this is nothing mm -hmm. that no one could have prepared them for like none of us have gone through it either so like everybody's mm -hmm. doing this like new thing and adjusting to this new way of living and I think that just kind of finding that peace and being able to like have something tangible as a part of like a fandom to tie that piece of yourself to I think is nice and Amy's just always one that delivers so um, I'm oh, excited yeah. I'm excited for that one Yes, I'm very excited for that one. I can't wait to just like sit down on my meditation pillow and, and read it. I think I think that'll fit really well. Um, and then also in the 10th, we have uh, from a uh, from a certain point of view, the uh, Empire Strikes Back edition to celebrate the 40th anniversary. We talked a little bit about this on the last uh, show, but I am like really stoked and I really want to get my grubby hands all over it because I just loved that first book so much. It it's one of those ones like I'm it's right here it's like I'm looking at it right next to you know my galaxy's edge <laughs> and my resistance reborn <laughs> um it's just one of those ones where a lot of the stories stick with you and you can mm -hmm. dive back in you don't necessarily have to go in order so I'm excited for this one like we talked about on the last podcast we have a lot of friends uh that contributed to this one so I'm I'm excited to get my hands onto that and have that to read I might save that one for the Friday for Black Friday and just like Ooh, true, true, true. That, like, yeah. just do that. And then we might, who knows, like, maybe me and Katrina will just have an extra episode where we just talk about our favorite stories from the book. Who knows? I would love that. You know, <laughs> let's put that into the cosmos and pull it out later. I'm really excited. Yeah, I, 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 I love me a good anthology. I think I've said that, like, six million times in six million places. But, like, uh, contained stories that weave together just make me so happy. And I think that's why I like the Star Wars universe in the first place. So... Yes, and we have another contained but woven story to talk about today, which is the new episode of The Mando. I have so much to say. Um, <sighs> while this is Amazing. like a shorter podcast than normal for us, I think it's because we're, we don't have much chisme this time <laughs> because all of our energy is going to be in breaking down this episode. So oh. just before we jump in, giving you a chance to dip away, uh, we'll have like a small little break, but just know this is heavy spoiler. I don't want to say anything just yet. So you can listen to the very beginning of this podcast and then you can run away and come back after you've watched the episode. But if you haven't watched it, why are you listening to this episode? Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll take off the episode. <laughs> Keep it open. Go watch it. Yeah, so we'll take a small break, and then we'll be back to talk about the baby, the baby, and the words the of baby, and, and the words of Moira Rose. So we'll be back. <laughs>
Welcome back. Hello there. Welcome back. <laughs> I am so excited to be talking about The Mandalorian's uh, new episode. And I I will say I am more excited now than I was before it aired um, because I was pleasantly surprised left and right with this episode. I, uh, same. I, yeah. you know, mentally I was excited, but I'm like, oh, it's going to be like season one. Season one was such a slow ramp up, even though it was so good. Mm-hmm. And we had to, like, wait to get to certain things um, and for certain things to happen. What I really appreciated is that it was just straight to the action. And mm-hmm. it made me just, like, that much in tune with the storyline um, to the point where you just can't look away. Like, even if your phone's going off, your slack's going off for work, you're like, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. like, no. Uh, so, yeah, I think that was for me. Like, it was such a quick pace thing especially mm-hmm. in line with the way that the, the last season ended I like I couldn't I, I was so excited I'm like oh my gosh and my husband was at work and I was like come home and watch the episode <laughs> I need to yes. talk about it with you exactly <laughs> yeah this episode it did not hesitate to immediately jump into the action and it like you know, we had that amazing opening fight scene that featured, like, more than one of my favorite kinds of Star Wars aliens, which was a, a huge and delightful surprise. Um, but it was also woven really tightly into the story. Like, this this felt like what The Mandalorian was supposed to be, like, what it's what it's intended to be. It's, like, a, a very cool, like, serial story um, that's contained in these specific, very Star Wars-y themes. So uh, when I... First heard that we were going back to Tatooine. I know, like some people weren't super excited about it, but I wanted to go back because of Episode Five and because of that ending cliffhanger. I knew that like heading back to Tatooine was the way it was going to go eventually. How about you? I, I, that was one of the big reasons because the way that that episode ended is like there's no way that he's done. Um, yeah, and pretty much everything all roads lead back to Tatooine because that's where a lot of the connections and relationships are made um, within the Star Wars world. So, and a lot of people, when they think of Tatooine, they think of like the one place. I'm like, it's so many places. It's a planet. Like, big old planet. It's a big planet. A million little towns in there full of scum and villainy. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I for me, I was really excited. I'm like, okay, so where is it going to go? Where are they, what are they going to be tying in? Um, and I think what was more exciting is for me, I wanted to say, okay, how are we tying this in to canon? Not to where mm-hmm. we're just continuing to make up canon as, a, you know, like the first season. How are we tying it into the existing canon? Um, and I think going back to Tatooine really helps that. And then, like, of course, we'll see later on. It, it ties into so much more canon. Um, and this is where the books come into play, which was uh, <laughs> really um, exciting for me to see. <laughs> I don't know why my street is so alive today. Everybody out there needs to shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I Yeah, I was really... I felt... Okay, this was one of those episodes where, like, as a fan, I felt so good about being right, even though I wasn't exactly right, because I knew in my heart of hearts, and this was well before Tim Oliphant was uh, announced for this series, that they were going to have some someone in Boba Fett's armor who would come up to Fennec, Fennec Shand. And 
you know, now my theory has changed a lot because of what happened in this episode. But in my heart of hearts, I have been preaching the, the word of Cobb Vanth is coming to the Mandalorian for like a year. And uh, I have been told there's no way they're going to bring a book character to the screen. It's going to be too hard to explain. And it's like, well, guess what? It's done. It's there. This guy just left, he, he left off the pages of like some random chapters. He didn't even have, I think his story was like less than 500 words long in total. Yep. Yep. And <laughs> this guy just showed up in The Mandalorian. So no one can tell me that my favorite book characters will not show up on screen. Um, and it was really good to see him. And I loved, oh, Tim, all of that. <laughs> that is a handsome man. <laughs> Handsome He's a man. handsome gentleman. He just needs to play a sheriff in every iteration of any show that he is in. It works. Um, he was so. Yeah. I was so excited to see him. <laughs> like that. I, I. He popped up in the squint, and I was just like, I'm not. I'm like, oh, you've aged beautifully, and you fit this role perfectly. Like I, in my like in my heart of hearts, I'm like, I, I knew this who this was gonna be, um, mm-hmm. and to be. You and I both talk, talked about this uh, last season. Like, this was yeah. where we knew this was going to go. And to see it, it was like, oh, but that's awesome. So, what other book characters are we going to get? That's where my mind went. I was like, so who exactly. else can we add? <laughs> let's, let's talk about bringing Ray Sloan to TV and movies because why isn't she there? She's like the most important, one of the most important cogs of the link between the, the Empire and the Remnants and how they became the First Order. So, it's like, Okay, like bring her in. She's got to be buddies with Moff Gideon in some way, right? That's, like, that's my thinking. I'm like, yeah. Like if, if that's honestly from knowing the people that they've cast, mm-hmm. um, in my head, that's where I've gone, and that's where I'll stay until I'm right. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I um, seeing him. In, in, and then the armor it was hilarious mm-hmm. to me because I'm like this, this shit does not fit you <laughs> no it doesn't it's just so much it's so funny to think that he's like a bigger guy than Boba Fett was because like I look back on like Return of the Jedi now and it's like you know his his actor was just about a little bit bigger than like you know Mark Hamill at that time yeah. and um, so it was it's it, it was really fun to see his take on the armor and I was really excited to like ugh, just see him again like and I it, it, it like I said it felt good to be like semi right about it like I knew that that armor clank that was leading up to Fennec Shan's body in episode five had something to do with Boba Fett and my head was like well at that time Cobb Vanth has that armor so if that is and that's hypothetical I haven't even looked back to see if that's Boba Fett's armor or if that's Boba Fett's armor, which this this episode also brought into into play. Um, but I still think, and I will still say this like a million times until it happens, I don't think Fennec Shand is dead, and I think that this episode is leading into a much larger realization of not only her part, but the part of everyone who appeared in this episode. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I think that especially when you think about the, the Fett Line of of, mm-hmm. of of how they are and, and like whoever walked up to her, whatever mm-hmm. we don't know. Um, I think that it's very safe to say that she's alive. I don't think that that's anything that we need to like completely toss out of our minds because I mean, mm-hmm. like we keep we keep saying, if yeah. they choose to waste Ming Na, 
there's a bunch of people that are going to walk away from this. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. She's got the EGOT of Disney. Like, you can't like, not have her do something amazing. So, like, I will continue to hold on to that hope. But I am... I don't think that was the last we've seen of Cobb Van at all. Um, um, no, I think because he no. does lead those those little pesky people. That I mean, if you, <laughs> I I can't like I and it's like I don't want to ruin too much because I'm like a lot. Of, I want like also I want people to go read the stories. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Please. I, well, that's the thing too is that like when you go to read the stories now, it, the one thing I did notice is that there is a little bit of tweaking to his backstory um, in Aftermath because he was like a child slave in Aftermath that then went on um, to like free people or something. I don't know. I remember him being, yeah, as a child he was, his childhood was not great. Um, And so it's interesting to see how they like bridge that canon and like now like this is the truth of Cobb Vance's story and how he got the armor and stuff like that. So yeah, it was good. It was very, very sexy of him. Yeah, I, I, what I really want to highlight from this episode, because it's, it's an amazing thing, um, I think it's important to point out the accessibility that happened in this story with the Tuscan Raiders. Um, Mm -hmm. So this is what happens when you have someone in the room who understands representation and speaking up for people who aren't in the room. Uh, We all know that Tuscan Raiders, they, they, they speak and and Mando has a rapport with them through Tuscan sign. Mm -hmm. Um, they called in someone to uh, who is well versed in ASL to come in and help create those signs. Um, and I, someone who is hard of hearing, who is who has many years many years disease, and you know has always relied on subtitles, um, really appreciated the work and the effort that went into that piece. Um, it's not often that you hear that people do that, so I'm very mm-hmm. glad that they brought someone in who is able to help bridge that gap and, and create that accessibility, um, which is just another, you know, a nod to them for that one. <laughs> yeah, and I think, like, that's that's a really big testament to how Lucasfilm, when when they listen to their fans, because there is, there's been a, a huge portion of our community that, like, has been asking for more accessibility in Star Wars so that they can enjoy it as fully as everyone else. And I think that that's a testament to them actually listening to their fans and saying, like, yes, representation does matter here, and you should be invited to this table to enjoy this story as everyone is. So it's nice, and I like it, and I want Star Wars to listen more and more and more and more because it can only get better from here. Because that, like, I feel like that added care. There was also, like, uh, uh, deaf actors who played Tusken Raiders in this episode yes. as well which is really, really good to have around, and yeah. It made a difference, because I can pick up on a lot of, I was like, and, and I, I'm paying attention, I'm reading the hands, and because I cannot read the words and read, you know, read lips, and that's what happens to me when my hearing goes out, I I have to start reading lips, and that made it really hard, because their faces are covered. Right. So, for me, it was very, like, endearing to see some of the signs that I could recognize that translate to ASL. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was very much so happy with that. So, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> that is so awesome. Well, I think yeah. there's, like, one big final spoiler that I brushed over earlier in this episode. <laughs> and that is the return of Tim Morrison as Boba Fett. Like, What? 
the, the, the scream that I let out. Oh I literally God. go, I knew it! I knew it. <laughs> like, I knew that there, because that was it. It was, it, and I had talked about this, I think I, when, when I went on ET the other week, I talked about this with, like, the people on the panel, how if that is Cobb Vanth, and it was Cobb Vanth, uh, Boba Fett would not be far behind after his armor because if the armor was outside of the Sarlacc, Boba probably was as well. So mm-hmm. it is—it's really cool to see him not only come back. This—he's not a one-shot character in this story. He's going to be tracking Mando for at least the next episode, possibly more. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how he connects also with uh, someone who has been part of the Mandalorian culture his entire life, whereas Boba has not. This is, it, it's, oh, okay. So, <laughs> what I've been waiting to talk about since the episode of Katrina. The storytelling in this episode. Woo! They laid the groundwork from the opening scene talking mm-hmm. about, oh, I want your best scar. Cool, mm-hmm. we understand that. Then we see, you know, Vanth in Boba's best car. Yeah. Old school best car, but best car at best. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then we see Boba fighting. Yeah. And he gets in the acid. The acid does shit to the armor. I was like, as soon as I saw that, nothing mm-hmm. happened to the armor. Nope, the acid didn't do anything to the best car. I said, I, I was like, no way. I love it. No way. So what I've been screaming about for 30 years is about to happen. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's so crazy because, like, you know, Boba has been brought back so many times in so many different tellings. So I'm just really excited to see this, like, like this is – and I, you know – I, I always believe your own canon is canon to you, but like this is the story of how Boba is coming back. Like this is this is the amalgamation of like all these different ideas that finally come to life on screen, and I am so thrilled to see um, Mr. Morrison back in the role or fulfilling this role. Who you know since because because Boba was Django's clone, like it's so nice to see him again. I wonder if he'll be back as Rex too. That's what I want to know. Is he back as Rex? Are we gonna see my bad batch babies? Like, <laughs> yeah. So Rex, Rex, Rex. Oh, I'm so <laughs> excited for the possibility of this series. Okay, and then one more point about Fennec Shan. Now that we're talking about Boba, I am a hundred percent sure it was Boba walking up to her. Like. Yeah, my theory before was Cobb Vanth, but I think it was Boba, and I think he's got something on him that is going to help her revive the way he did. Uh, I don't know what that thing is, but yeah. I think he's got something. <laughs> it's just like I the, the storytelling, the story yes. when the when the story when the writers' room and the storytellers actually like work together to tell mm-hmm. a cohesive story. Unlike another yeah. trilogy, we I'm no longer acknowledging. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think that we get some of the best stories, and Star Wars just works as TV stories. That's just where yes. I'm at at this point right now. Um, I don't want to see another trilogy, and this is just like in a bigger, broader aspect. I don't want to see another trilogy for a while um, mm-hmm. without it being a cohesive trilogy, because what we've seen with the directors and the writers that work on The Mandalorian are people that truly work together to make these stories make sense 
uh, open up new canon, but then also tie back to old canon. And yeah. I think that that's something that I've just come to really appreciate. Um, mm-hmm. And, I, you know, John Favreau knows how to freaking start an episode. Let me tell you, start a season. Like, I well, just, yes. like, that man, like, he's just, when he, when he gets it, it's just heat gets it and I yeah. I cannot wait to see what happens um in the next episode and I am <laughs> side note I was I was so pleased to see Amy Sedaris Yodito's official tia <laughs> that's, just... that's his auntie <laughs> she's just like oh my baby I just he's here and, and I love him and, and like it just also like we see like Mando's guard dropping down because he's like just let the droids work on my ship and I'm like that's right they don't all yes. they're not all terrible <laughs> it's it's that's what we call character development because like you see him learning to trust people over the course of the last season like people who are not of his like covert so like I think that it's really cool to see him uh and it's not that like heavy of a thing it's very subtle he acts very gently with people that he trusts like he trusts Pelly with like baby Yoda which is a big thing so yeah it was really it was nice to see her again <laughs> I, I I cannot wait to see the rest of some of the returning characters and yeah and, and how they're gonna work in into the rest of the season so I mm-hmm. you know I, I, I love these I, I love we're gonna be doing these recaps like they're gonna yes. be qu- they're gonna be quick and short and our longer episodes will be the long ones where we talk about everything these are our mm-hmm. mando specific. Yeah, uh, Star Wars episodes. We'll give them to you as much as we can. Um, and Mando I, I... mementos. <laughs> also, okay. Our, let, it's, this is this is this. We cannot end this episode without talking about and pouring one out, pouring out a forty for our Bantha. Oh yes, this yes. is our namesake, guys. Pour one out for the Bantha who sacrificed everything. Everything. Yes, absolutely. I just, as soon as I saw it, I was Lord. like, it was just, unex- like, just, just, just drinking water. I didn't want to look just at it. Existing. It reminded me of, like, Jurassic, what was it, Jurassic World? <laughs> when they were, like, floating away from the island and the, di- and the dinosaur was burning. And I was like, no, like, don't leave the panther there. God, no. I, I just, I sat there. I was like, oh, in the distance, what is that? I was like, oh, no, it's a panther. Oh no. <laughs> save it save it <laughs> but I, I like I said I just uh, really enjoyed this episode it was so good and, yeah. and like when it was like oh it's called the Marshall I was like oh bet I didn't even like it didn't even click for me like and it's so funny because I was like yeah Cobb Vanth but like I knew him as he was the sheriff in like the books and so it was like oh the Marshall <laughs> I don't know maybe they're talking about the armor or who knows so yeah, it was it was nice to ugh, it was just a beautiful episode. I can't wait to watch it again, which is totally happening. Yeah, I'm, I might do that. I might do that while I eat dinner. Who knows? Yes, maybe. it's a great idea. Oh yes. Um. So yeah. So that was episode one, and we're obviously really excited for the next episode. So uh, if you have any thoughts that you want to share, um, you can use our anchor link, and you can leave us a voice message. You can ask us questions. We can talk about anything, and it doesn't have to be about Star Wars. We will really talk about anything that is pop culture. Um, so, yes, uh, just some stuff that's coming up. 
Uh, it's November, which means mm-hmm. Katrina's favorite holiday is coming up. Life Day! November 17th. A wonderful day. <laughs> we are definitely going to have some stuff planned, so pre- like stay tuned. It's really exciting, and I'm excited to see it all come together. Yes. Um, and then we'll be planning out some live dates and some live streams of, of our favorite Star Wars moments. And then we'll, of course, mm-hmm. because we know you guys are going to ask, we will live tweet the Lego Life Day <laughs> It's gonna be so good. Like, I... And I don't even say that, like, it's gonna be so good like, ironically, like I do with the original holiday special, but this is gonna be really good, and I I've always been a fan of, like, the fourth wall Star Wars breakage in Lego stories, so, like, I have high hopes for this one, you guys. It's, it's gonna be great. So I'm really excited to mm-hmm. do all of that, and um, this episode will go up uh, Tuesday morning on election day because I feel like we need to give you guys something to look forward to because yes. we want you guys to disconnect if you can, mm-hmm. um, which I, I really would like for everyone to just try to stay off social mm-hmm. media, stay home, yes. stay safe, and do things that distract you. What are you going to be doing to distract yourself that day, Katrina? Let's see. Uh, I will probably be reading, honestly. Like I, or I will be like watching the Mandalorian episode one, uh, season two, episode one again. So, <laughs> uh, whatever brings me all the serotonin, you know. Um, yeah, I, I definitely plan on being off social media that day. Like regardless of what happens, like it just feels like a a better conscious choice. So you know, probably work out or something, take a bunch of naps. Same. Yeah, just do what is good for you and take care of yourselves, guys. Yeah, I will be... I I never put up my tree this early, but that's how I'm distracting myself, is I'm putting up my Christmas tree, and we are finally... Even though you guys who follow me know that I do a Star Wars tree every year, this is the first year we're not doing one. We're doing a Nightmare Before Christmas tree, so I'm really excited. (laughs) Very exciting. I can't wait to see it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we'll be doing that on Tuesday to distract um, and, and not paying, you know, not paying attention to any of the mess because I live in a very red state that I'm hopefully is going to turn blue hopefully it turns blue fingers crossed um but yeah I just want to say you know stay home and stay safe and be like Mando and wear your goddamn mask because it's please um also another thing I just want to point this out someone tweeted this earlier today just because mm-hmm. you got tested and you tested negative does not mean that that means to go out and go to a Halloween party or go to a gathering with 35 plus people. You can Mm-mm. still get it. That doesn't mean that you're safe. You can, so. you can still do it. Like, just stay home, guys. Like, stay home. Be nice to yourselves. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I nice want. be nice to other people. That's just... A, a, being a little considerate is going to save this world. That's yeah. how it's going to work, you know? Yeah. Saving what we love. That it... God damn it. <laughs> there look i look at the sequel trilogy a lot like i look at the holiday special like b arthur has an amazing like <laughs> musical number in the holiday special that i could watch over and over and over again and that is <laughs> there are moments in the sequel trilogy where i'm like that's great i'm gonna cherry pick that and put that into my memory and it'll make me happy and then i forget everything else 
<laughs> that's where I'm at too. So, like I said, just uh, find where you can and and find yourself a spot to like nest yourself into for Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. So we're gonna get on out of here. But Katrina, where can they find you? You can look for me anywhere if you search for O Katrina. That's O H C A T R I N A. Check out my latest uh, little panel on Entertainment Tonight with my friends Ash, um, Anthony, and Jermaine, where we talk about uh, Mandalorian Episode One. Uh, it, it, it aired before that, but you know, just go. You're check being out, like completely <laughs> modest because you're doing everything right now. You did a, <laughs> you did a show with Yale. Like plug yourself, Katrina. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can you can check out uh, my latest um, streaming wars episode uh, with that hashtag show um, on their YouTube channel. And uh, Yale and I talk about some of the best spooky stuff that you can still stream today. So if you're still feeling in the spooky spirit, I encourage you to go check that out. And then, um, oh, what was the other thing? I was also on the Como City San Nerd panel at Geek Girl Con, which is still up on their YouTube channel as well. So go check that out because I was uh, very lucky to be in the company of some really cool people. What about she you, had Kayla? A, yeah, no, you had a great month. You get to brag. Um, you can find you. me on Twitter at Maria double underscore Hisella. Don't forget the E and the first part because otherwise that's not how you say it. Um, it's the German spelling, guys, not the Hispanic. So, <laughs> which people find funny whenever they're like, oh, they're like, oh, like it's the German spelling. I'm also German, so like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But uh, also, and then you can find me on Instagram at Maria One Underscore Hisella. Uh, I am out here and busy because mm-hmm. there's a little game that our PR agency has been working on that's a little popular. That, Ooh-hoo-hoo. yeah, you know, <laughs> you, uh, uh, maybe in a couple weeks I'll talk to you about. I will be talking about bug snacks. We'll see. Yes. Oh, so excited for bug snacks. I swear, the first time I saw anything about that game, it was just because I thought the 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 name was like, what in the world are people talking about? Like, is this another baseball player that I think is a cartoon character but turns out to be a baseball player? Because this has happened to me a lot of times. And... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you all believe. So it was not a baseball player, um, and I found out it was a video game, and it looks like so much fun. So yes, I'm so excited to hear about wait it. wait for all of you guys to play this game. So uh, <laughs> not this week. It comes out next week on the 12th on PlayStation 4, on mm-hmm. PlayStation 5, if you have one coming your mm-hmm. way. So And it also will be on Epic Game Store. So go ahead and wishlist it, do all the things. Um, I love plugging stuff. Um, but yes, <laughs> oh, just that. Yeah. Yes, on our Instagrams, too, we've been putting reels together. So, like, you know, go follow hers because she always shares mine. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Yes, this is true. So uh, we'll probably do another one here soon if I can find it. Okay, my gripe, when you go to look up the reel, I'm very angry because they only put mainstream Disney movies on there. When there are thousands of Disney movies, hundreds of Disney movies (laughs) with more songs, and I, yes, apparently... I'm a Disney snob because I know (laughs) older songs, but I just feel like if you're going to have a Disney sing this song, a lyric from a song from this movie, Oliver and Company should just automatically be included, but that's just me. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the Aristocats, I could have just jammed the, the entire way through that soundtrack, but no, none of that was on there. 
Yeah. You know what? Maybe we'll throw in a little bit of audio in the end of this episode for you guys. I think I might do that. Just so you guys can get a little treat. <laughs> I love it. Wonderful. Oh, goodness. All right. We're going to get on all. out of here. Thank you, yes. guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, I've been Katrina. And I'm Kayla sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and Bye. we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs>